Hey guys, this is Bingu, Chum, and K-Pop Tunes, and you're now listening to episode two. So today we are going to do a summer wrap-up of pretty much Korean entertainment of summer 2019. Yeah. So just little, just little news articles that we're just going to discuss. Well, it's going to be mostly Chum discussing or like talking about it because... Well, we're both going to discuss, but I just... I'm going to do a lot more talking... <laughs> No, we're both going to do talking. I just happened to put together all of the news articles uh, that we are discussing. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, this is just a reminder to everyone listening. Um, we don't claim to be experts or professionals on anything that we do discuss in this podcast. If there's any information um, through research that's presented that's incorrect or out of date, let us know. We are just two fans that are sharing our personal opinions, and we're trying to be informative, but mainly we're just here to have fun. So, woohoo! Yes. Uh-huh. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you agree. That's why I we're mean, here. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so the way I broke it down when I went and I got like all of these news articles is to me the months of summer are May, June, and July. Mm-hmm. Kind of August, but a lot of stuff has been happening in August, so I figured that'd be better for like a fall discussion. Yeah if we do that so we're just doing a summer wrap-up of entertainment stuff that popped up like news articles and it doesn't have to be serious stuff like there's some stuff that's kind of ridiculous that i threw in and then just stuff that i found that was like oh this popped up as a news thing in may and then june and then july maybe like the biggest Um, or i guess trending some of it's big and some of it's just like stuff that was trending at the time I am. Yeah. Prepared. So I didn't. I didn't really try because, like, a lot of the topics that we might discuss in the future mm-hmm. and go deeper into are big things that have been trending. So I didn't really focus on like what was the biggest thing at the time. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like what was the most notable kind of thing that happened. And so in May, the one thing that stood out to me personally, and that was kind of. A thing that was like trending but not going too wild and crazy was Exit went on a hiatus. I would have never known. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And this happened in May. I don't remember the exact date, but this was in May. Exit announced that they are going on a hiatus. They're not disbanding, but the uh the the strange thing here is Jonghua and Hani left their entertainment company banana culture that's crazy so their contracts expired and those two left and the other three stayed and i i chose this article because you actually got me into i did honey left that's weird yeah honey and jungha both left um jungha actually has already signed with another entertainment company called jwide who focuses on Mm -hmm. acting and Jung-Hwa has been trying her hand in, like, different web dramas what? recently. 
So I'm not surprised that she did that because she's always been interested in acting. And I think she signed in July, like around July mm-hmm. 8th or 9th is when that news popped up. Um, and then Hani just went on vacation. She was like in Dubai or something for a while. I, I forget where, but her Instagram was full of just like vacation <laughs> pictures. And I was bye. like, you go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but... I think one thing that really stood out about this to me is they'd been promoting us for for a while because Solji was sick. She had something with her thyroids going on for the longest time. They just came back officially as five, maybe three, two or three months before this news dropped that they were going on, Mm -hmm. quote, hiatus. They just came back as five. And then... They decided to go on, and then this happened, and That's I was just weird. like, that must suck to be like, soldier. I wonder what could have just, like, maybe they just weren't feeling it anymore. That's just really weird how that just happened. Like, they promote, or they, yeah, I don't... it seems like they're planning something, and then it's just kind of like, psych, just kidding, two members are actually leaving. Yeah, so. I don't... And, like, they all kind of agreed to it, I think. And they're, like, really mm-hmm. close for a girl group. Or at least you could tell. Even when you got me into them, you could tell that if any K-pop group has to be close with each other. But for some reason, when it came to girl groups, they actually seemed like they yeah. talked about everything. They, they have a different... Um, and I know they've been on... I felt a different vibe from them, for sure, just because of that. Yeah, definitely. And I know they've been on shows, too um throughout the years like they've been on weekly idol multiple times and they've thrown shade at banana culture multiple times and about how like they're treated there and how like their comebacks are handled and i mean that's an issue you always face with entertainment companies nothing's ever going to be perfect so it sucks i just really found it weird that they came back as five after promoting us four for the longest time and then all of a sudden this happened and like I, uh, Lee, Solji and Hyland um, resigned, but then Hani and Jonghua left. And in my mind, I'm just like, God, it must suck to be Solji because she's been away from them for so long. She's missed them for so long. She's missed singing for so long. And she finally comes back with them. And then this happens. It's just, I wonder if they just like talked about it. That's what. I want to really know because if she, if she just came back and then that just happened, that's just a lot. Like now you're a three member group. They're probably going to add two other people on there. I don't think they are because Banana Culture did specify like they are not disbanding, um, and there's always a possibility of a comeback as five again, whether they're under mm-hmm. our entertainment industry or not. And like I know companies say that all the time, um. Like recently, I think B1A4 has had that issue, and then Block B, KQ has also said the same thing. I like so I know that's like a thing that they're saying, but I don't know. It just kind of like weird leaves a weird taste in my mouth, and I was kind of upset about this. So when this was the news article for me, I chose it because, like I said, you got me indexed. We watched Guru Pop together. I don't honestly. I don't. From my perspective, whenever a company says, like, oh, even though we're not under the same label, we're still going to perform, I just think about how complicated that might be. And I just don't, I just don't see it happening, unfortunately, because I know 
I just don't I just don't know how that would even work out. Yeah, no, especially since Zhonghua, her entertainment company now is mainly focused towards acting. So it's like if they ever did have a comeback, how would yeah, they get that together? It's... How would they organize that? Because the managers oh, no. aren't going to be the same and the managers might not know like, how it like How works. is the pay going to be set up? Like, that's just a lot to handle or to just figure out. Yeah. Because when you sign a contract, I mean, I'm sure it's very um in depth about where the money's going and what's gonna happen and how you're able to work yeah. with other people so hopefully they do come back out Definitely. together um maybe they break that i hope so they yeah. were one, they were my favorite because i don't even has block b put out something even though zico was away no because um they, they were all doing something huh all well, they all went oh, okay. to the army essentially. So when that news happened, um, with Block B like going on hiatus essentially, it wasn't that they went on hiatus, it was Ezekiel left, started his own company, Jay Hill immediately enlisted in the army, and then like two months ago now, I yeah. think Tao listed okay, in the, enlisted in the army. Um so essentially KQ was like they haven't disbanded. There's always a possibility of a comeback, but because the members are about to enlist in the army, we're just going to focus on solo activities okay. for now. And so that's what they've been doing. And KQ was really upfront yeah. about that. Um, I'm sure you see me tweet a lot about like the drama mm -hmm. that KQ has gone on sometimes, but they were very upfront about like everyone's about to enlist. You're only going to see solo oh, activities for a while. Because for a long time, I was that like, where are they? <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for another Black song. I was like, I'm ready. <laughs> they basically released Don't Leave and said Don't Leave, and then they all left. That's what happened. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> watch this. We're going to tell our fans to stay, but we're peeping we're out. We're actually all going to go in army at different times. No, they, have, they actually... <laughs> <laughs> they actually released Don't Leave and then they had Shall We Dance and then they left. But they told Aww. us not to leave and then yeah. they It's okay because VAP is going through the same thing. And I'm just kinda like Pull the plug. I'm just like <laughs> I'm just watching them flourish and doing whatever they want to do. Everybody's doing their own thing. They are. And that's what I hope happens for Exit too. Like Lee was mm -hmm. always the group producer. Um and wrote most of their songs and like even though I'm very sad because this is I my know favorite it is. Group, at the same time, Jung-Hwa has always wanted to act. So I'm like, I hope she's happy. And Hani got to go on a vacation and she looked like she was having a great time. So mm -hmm. as long as they're happy, okay. I hope they can come back. <laughs> so I gotta keep her eyes out. That's for sure. Definitely. How do you feel, though, coming back into K-pop and then finding out this girl group um, that you got me into? I think I'm just in the zone of things happen and even i mean for me i think my concern would just be like if they're not happy then they have every right to just go somewhere else or if their desires are somewhere else and they have more they have yeah. the right to not sign definitely i just feel like this isn't the first time a girl group i really like has done that so it's maybe the burn isn't that bad um I, I really feel like all the girl groups I like have gone MIA or just never renewed their contracts, and it kind of sucks. And 
you yeah and you for some of them you don't even get like the news about it like secret i, I don't, don't know what the heck's know. going on i haven't for the longest yeah. time and like girls day too girls day when you mentioned this because i was just like <laughs> literally i don't even know like they all just went silent and <laughs> yeah at least yeah. with this, we got something. It's like, just kind of unfair because the it. girl groups that are doing um, that are are really, I mean, they had a, yeah, they had a the strong impact <laughs> in the K-pop world. Yeah, no, and they definitely did. I don't know. Like, it just, it is what it is. I just, I just hope, like, maybe we just, maybe just get one more album together, maybe so, a song. <laughs> would be nice i'll request that from them <laughs> and from every other girl group that just disappeared <laughs> yeah like at least with sister when they disbanded they, they, they gave were us good a goodbye song <sighs> so if they if they if exit or any other girl group ever actually like leaves just leaves forever more. please just, just give, give us, us a, one last a, a, a just one last, last sexy <laughs> bop that's all we want <laughs> <laughs> oh no i'm thinking about all the girl groups and it's making me sad <laughs> okay let's move on then because june was okay i'm ready crazy okay um so june the entirety of the month was just uh was icon and YG and BI and it was a mess because it was the focus was back I'm on YG and the crap that's I, going on there which I we saw some of this unfold and I just felt so I just felt so bad so so bad because, it's such it's such well you can explain it but it definitely happened around the same time with um Sungri yeah, so it was actually right after. So Sungri's stuff was still going on, but this happened like right after things had quieted down because the investigations had kind of quieted down and they were basically tying things up and actually doing the prosecutions now and they'd stopped making everything public. And then it, it like had quieted down for what? March mm -hmm. is when it blew up for Sungri. So things went pretty quiet for May, and then all of a sudden in June, it blew back up. Um, so Hanbin, the leader of Icon, I call him Hanbin, I don't call him it's BI, okay. I don't know why, <laughs> it just comes out that way. He was just out of the blue, out of nowhere, um, it got dropped that he had used, was it, I don't think it was marijuana, um, there were marijuana. drug allegations against him, though, that he had used. Like I could, was it? I don't even remember mm. what it was. Did he even do marijuana? I don't even think it was him. Um... Oh, it was he had attempted to purchase marijuana oh. and oh, LSD. I'm not gonna curse. So LSD is different. LSD is a little <laughs> bit harder. <laughs> um, but. Mm -hmm. It just, it came out of nowhere, basically. And so this girl that no one really likes, including me, Han So Hee, um, it, when these allegations came out, it was just, A, gave us the tip that this idol well, tried to purchase these drugs and maybe did purchase these drugs. After a few days, it was revealed that it was Han So Hee. Um, 
if you don't know her, she is the girl that was supposedly Top's crazy ex-girlfriend and who was the girl that revealed that Top had used marijuana oh, back in 2016. Um, so she is tied up in all of that. And she's actually... <laughs> I don't... I don't know. No, not really anybody likes her. She's a chayball, so she's from a rich family anyway. Um, she was born into being rich and like grew up rich. And then she was also a former Jellyfish Entertainment, I believe, trainee. And was supposed to debut in 2017. Nothing ever happened. Then the drug allegations in 2016 <laughs> happened. And she was in she was indicted and put on probation. Um, but then when this thing with Hanbin happened and um, was revealed, she was in the United States while she's on she's probation. So this girl that's like in trouble all the time wa wasn't even in Korea. And it's like, are she made you the even allegations taking in America seriously? Is what? I'm... Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. So she reviewed. I guess. I guess that's what happened. Is she like, she gave this tip, and she wasn't even in Korea, and it was just random too. Like there was nothing besides the stuff with Sungri going on, and that's the only reason I can think that she was just like, "Hey, YG is already you... under the radar anyway. Like they already have a lot of." media pointed at them i might as well just make it worse and that's the thing though that's her personality is she's something a, is happening i'm gonna make it worse being so when she she's an attention seeker and she has revealed she has said that on social media before she likes searching her own name on like search engines and seeing if she's trending and she has said before like even if it's bad things that are tagged to my name i don't really care uh -uh. it just makes me happy to be like trending um she's also the girl that back when uh -huh. Uh, Taehyung V from BTS was only 19 she said that she met him at a club when they were both only 19 <laughs> why are you at a club when you're 19 you're supposed to be she's there so messy. Um, yeah. she's the girl she is messy she's the girl that um, maybe you've heard like she I don't know she she pops up on social media sometimes and then she like disappears forever and then she pops up again she she's like relevant but relevant irrelevant at the same time um she wants to is the thing she reveals all the time she'll like post pictures like of her hanging out with these idols and make makes okay. it seem like she's got like a relationship with these famous idols she's also publicly hated on the exo fandom before xols She's like talked crap about EXO fans before too. Um, so she's just crazy. And she's the one in 2016 where it was actually her that was getting caught for using marijuana and LSD. And during her interrogation, she was like, Oh, by the way, you should investigate so Top from stupid. Big Bang. <laughs> she's like, Oh my gosh, I'm getting all this heat. Um, Let me push it on somebody so else real quick. That's literally her, and so I don't, I don't know what her train of thought for this was, except for the fact that maybe like, oh, like YG's already trending right now, like things are already going on, they're already being investigated. I might as well just reveal this too. And so, um, 
she while she was in the U.S. on her probation, when uh, why are you traveling when you're on probation? She was just like, hey, by the way, B.I. from Icon picked up drugs from me once. And she claims she's not a seller. I don't know if that's ever been proved. She claims she's only a um, deliverer. I don't know why you would be a seller so, like, and be a snitch about she, it. So she probably the- is a... <laughs> right yeah she's she's the go-between though basically if an idol wants to buy drugs they give her the money she goes to the seller delivers why the money not? picks up the drugs and then oh, takes the drugs back she's to still this relevant like <laughs> i don't know like if <laughs> that happened and she exposed an idol if I was a dealer, I'd just be like, you know what? I'm just gonna not going to mess with her anymore. She's messing with my clientele, getting them in, tr- in trouble. She's just not going to she's not going to be the deliverer anymore. I'm just going to have to move to somebody else. <laughs> oh, girl, she needs a hobby. She does. So that that's how all of this with Hanbin played out and happened. And a lot of the attention during this was mostly focused on her because she's already been in trouble and been in the spotlight for her personality. And so nobody really paid attention to the whole mm-hmm. BI using marijuana if he did. Like, okay, his mental health was so bad that he had to, or his stress was so bad that he had to turn to marijuana or LSD. Like, that really sucks that YG Mm -hmm. wasn't doing anything Mm -hmm. for him before he got to that point. And, like, some texts were revealed, basically, of him, conversations of him, like, you could see him considering it and then, like, being like, no, I don't think it's a good idea to do this. Um, But we don't really we don't know investigations are still going on so everything's kind of up in the air right now but um i think a couple of days ago some new news was released that he um Mm -hmm. admitted to some of the charges so there's a possibility that he may have used something we don't know yet nothing's been revealed all that was said in a neighbor article was that he admitted to a few of the charges which still, to me, being in America, thing different. I don't know when it comes to marijuana. It's not that. Yeah, LSD is like a whole other game, but marijuana—they're slowly coming around with releasing people that are on marijuana charges. I think it's just—I think it's dumb. It's ridiculous how people go up in arms when an idol does marijuana. Like it's not. It's not crack. So what is what's wrong? There's mm-mm. yeah, it's literally there's nothing addictive about it. So why is it such a bad thing? Like it's been proven that there's nothing but addictive they, about it. They still it. have some really traditional mindsets over there. And I get that. It's just it's to the point though where it's like what what is more important, science they, or well, culture? I'm not gonna speak. And that's what I speak on South Korea. I just feel like we're we we're shifting complete in a different way than South Korea is. Like they're slowly coming around to things, but it's not as quick as like the states. Oh, mm-hmm. I know that. And every country does it differently at a different pace. Um, but it's just one of those things where, to me, it it's it's been tested. It's been shown through scientific studies that there's nothing addictive about it so that's one of the reasons that i'm kind of like 
if an idol mentally is turning to these things to help relieve something in some sort of way and it's not even addictive like it's not an addictive drug we're not talking about the lsd we don't that's a whole different game but like for marijuana specifically science has shown that it's, yeah, it's just there's odd, nothing bad this, about it so you have this energy of like when, a lot of people smoke cigarettes in south korea right so keep that same energy yeah with marijuana <laughs> doesn't make any sense <laughs> but i mean one day one day that's all i can just, that's all i can tell you hopefully soon so another thing though that was crazy about this though is throughout sungri's whole thing which i want to do another episode on this because i've recently stumbled upon different news that might show that he was not the lee idol involved in the specific group chat concerning Mm -hmm. um the videos of the girls it was jong hyun from cn blue so there may have been a mix-up with that. I want to do some more research, so I'd like to do a whole episode on Sungri's thing at some point. Um, so right now, Sungri is kind of, I'm on the middle, because I don't, I've I've recently stumbled upon new information about him that I might have to reconsider some things. I don't know. For me, it's just, you, you were involved in all of that regardless. Yeah, you were involved you, in a certain way, and yeah, like you, you at least knew what was going on. So you didn't do anything there to is prevent that. any of it. So you, to me, he's just as guilty as yeah. everybody else that's ever involved in that stuff. Like that's some crazy stuff that's been going on, and it's not. Yeah. It's just not. It's just not right. No, it's not, and I agree. But the whole thing with mm-hmm. that, I don't want to go too in depth on Sungri because, like I said, I want to make that its own episode. But um. One thing about Sungri's situation that was insane to me was YG stood behind him until the end. Like, tooth and nail stood up for him. Hanbin had these drug allegations pop up. Before even consulting the company, Hanbin on Instagram was like, I'm departing from Icon. I'm so yeah. sorry for what I've done. I'm sorry for disappointing you guys. He made a whole like letter, apologized announced his departure and yg yeah, basically came back and was like and i was just yeah like, he's gone bro they didn't no they didn't even try and stand up for him and like in comparison the sex scandal whether sungri was directly involved with the stuff concerning the girls or only was aware of what was happening versus the drug scandal What's worse? Like, why? Where YG Entertainment really puts their focus on, like, which groups are really the faves. Yeah. Which sucks, though, because Icon Mm -hmm. in the last year has been their best selling group. They've done so much. And, like, last year, I believe they, BI won a lot of producer awards, but I think they may have gotten, like, a day song or they got one of the one, one of the end of the year awards. They did so well. And then also, as soon as YG pretty much announced, like, we're not going to help BI. Like, he left. He oh, left. That's I remember his thing now. That. Like, he's yeah. on his own. Stocks plummeted. They dropped. I mean, I follow a few fans of Icon, like, very passionate fans. And there's not a day where they don't mention it. Like, they're always, they always mention something about it. 
it's it's a sucky situation and like with i know we're in america where it's drugs and the usage of drugs the mindset is a little bit different so like whether he used it or not to me it's just kind of okay you learned your lesson i hope if you get a punishment you learned your lesson i hope it's not that big of a deal to me but the fact that his own entertainment company didn't stand up for him at all that was like the most upsetting thing yeah it's like they just they threw him to the wolves they really did and one of the other notes that i made on this whole thing concerning him and leaving yg was he is one of yg's in-house songwriters and producers um one of the members ooh, i don't remember sekis is that how you say it oh i probably butchered that (laughs) um you tried your best (laughs) i did the really really old k-pop group which was around with like tvxq ss501 before them even sekis i think their leader i can't help you (laughs) (laughs) okay well if i butchered it i'm so sorry to everyone listening anyone who might be a fan Please don't. And if you're so young that you just don't even know what that group is, Um, just keep it moving. Their leader had a (laughs) debut, solo debut. Unji Wan is his name. He had a solo debut with a song named Worthless. (laughs) That song was in one of B.I.'s V Lives. I'm pretty sure he wrote it and produced it for Icon, probably gave it to Unji Wan instead. Um, bi's name completely taken off when the song debuted and when this guy was like on music shows promoting it mm-hmm. nowhere on the album nothing on any of the charts nothing Honden's name was nowhere to be found and uh iconics so much disrespect. iconics were really mad and i mean i don't blame them like that he wrote that song he produced that yeah. song he's the one that did all the work essentially for that song why was his name not tagged on and then yg came back at one point and was like well he didn't want to put his name on the song and i'm like yeah. bullshit who doesn't want their name on a song that they wrote are you kidding that me they wrote. yeah right like what kind of bullshit is that why um and then another thing that really sucked is Lehigh was promoting at the time that this happened. Um, he was performing on music shows with her. His part, his rap that was in her song, he mm-hmm. was performing with her. Cutest stages ever. If you want to go back and watch her come back, they were the cutest stages ever. Him, I, those two are adorable. Um, <laughs> anyway, off that topic, she was promoting with him they cut his part out of the song completely took his voice out skipped his part didn't put his name nothing he obviously he left yg so he wasn't doing the stage promotions anymore yeah but rather than keep the backtrack of his voice they just took it out and then at one point (sighs) i think lehigh was like well fuck this shit and then she actually wrapped his part in one of the stage performances and then following after the one time they took his voice out she ended up wrapping his part she did a really good job. I feel like he'd be really proud of her. But it also was just like they took his they completely deleted him. Yeah. He they they just got rid of him. They got rid of his existence, basically. 
That's so didn't messed even up. Like, I hope he's okay. Like, I really, I know that it must really just hurt mentally. It's just messed up. The whole thing is messed up. You can't. It's just so disrespectful. I don't wish that on anybody. I don't either. And, like, one of the craziest things about this whole thing, like I said, is YG Entertainment's treatment of him. That's the wildest part to me. And, like, this whole drug scandal is YG Entertainment and how they've treated him. That's, like, the worst I've ever seen from any entertainment company. Yeah. That's got to be the worst. I agree. Okay, so sad news out of the way. Want to get to some of the stuff that's ridiculous and funny? Yeah, but it's going to be kind of like downhill again. Should we like? <laughs> should we put one? Should we put something first? Like the the last depressing thing first? I feel like from this list, maybe okay, we should. Okay, do you want to go? I've been talking a lot anyway, so for July. <laughs> um, you do talk yeah, a lot, but you're very informative. I'm just over here learning. <laughs> I'm glad I'm teaching you. I think that's the whole point of this. Well, before we go into lighter topics, I guess we can go into like the last um, depressing topic. Depressing topic. Uh, so we're gonna talk about Hemchan from BAP and his case that has been going on since July 23rd. Now, if you guys don't know what's been going on, um, he know. has actually had sexual assault allegations thrown his way um and it hasn't been sounding very good if i'm being completely honest so i have this list i'm not very good at summarizing things but basically he was out with some friends and it was like three men and three women they were of course drinking alcohol and stuff and Apparently, during that time, Him-Chan put his hands on a female and basically was, it was very on board to sexual assault. So when this first happened, a lot of people were just like, oh, this has to be, you know, a lie. Because I think during that time, a lot of people, a lot of the members were just not renewing their contracts. And it, it was... I don't want to say an intense situation, but it was a time where everyone was just kind of like, oh my God, finally On BAP is finally leaving TS Entertainment. So when this came up, they, I feel like some people were like, oh my gosh, TS is just trying to put... What's your, their names? Yeah, maybe? definitely that. Because because of this case, BAP has been getting a, a bad rep, surprisingly, like... I just know on the Twitter streets, some people were trying to group everybody into him Chan's case. That's just what I saw. And that's dumb. Yeah, it's really dumb. So anyway, it this started July 23rd and everybody was like, oh, my God, it's not true that it can't be him Chan. Like somebody's lying. All right. So now we have to play the waiting game. July 12th is where the first hearing happened. The 
prosecutor basically said the victim of the trial was lying on the bed. Oh, if you're if if you're triggered to the about this, just I guess skip through. I'm sorry if this is triggering for some people. They're lying on the bed. Kim Chan came to the bed under the blankets and started touching her hips, her stomach, her breasts. The woman rejected him, but he pushed the hands away and tried to make a move on her again. He was then forceful with her. Um, she she pushed him away. They He was frustrated. He left. But he came back and tried to do the same thing. He tried to kiss her while touching her. And after that, that's when she just, like, made the report. So <laughs> there is that. Dang. So now we have, okay, exactly what happened. But Him-Chan says that it was consensual. So he's claiming that she agreed to all like him making the move on her. His lawyer is too, yeah. isn't they both Yeah, they're both like Yeah, they're both denying the fact that it's assault. While there are some fans that think Him Chan is innocent, based off a lot of cases I hear about sexual assault in general, I tend to lean towards the victim. And it's very hard for me to believe the person that's doing the assault because nine times out of 10, the victim is not lying. And based on the details that the victim provided, it didn't sound, it just didn't sound fake. Like none of it sounds something made up or accidental. And to me, for you to deny it, it's just kind of like, I'm just still in shock that him Chan would ever do something like this anyway. It just, it's really messed up when you find out an idol that you really like is trash. So, oh no, definitely. So this happened July 12th. They had the first hearing and then they're going to have the three, the two men and the two women that were also present, um, include him, Chan and the victim. They're all going to do a testimony in October. So very soon. So this whole thing has been so slow and putting together. And I think this is pretty normal for cases like this. Uh, I just I feel like it's normal for Korea too. Yeah, like this is this is long. This Jesus. <laughs> I I'm just ready for it to like. I'm just ready for it to be over. I think a lot of people are waiting for just the final, um, what's the word? Verdict. Yeah, the final verdict. Because for me, when I first heard it, I was I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to wait for the testimonies to see what exactly happened. I was the same way, but then when you're the one that actually revealed the news... Yeah, I showed that, the testimony. Like, I cannot find the original testimony. You sent it yeah. to me, though, and I remember being like, holy yeah. crap, I forgot about this. You read it, because and you're just kind of like, he did it. Like, Yeah. That was... No, you definitely read it. Before. And I remember reading it, but I remember when you linked it, just talking about, like, how slow the progress mm -hmm. is for this. I remember you linked it, and I'd literally been like, holy cow, I forgot this was going on. Yeah. I think a lot of people kind of... They didn't forget, but it got pushed back oh, yeah. to like the back burner, yeah. and that's how it was for me. Like I didn't, I didn't really forget. I knew it was still a thing, but I hadn't heard anything mm -hmm. about it in so long that when you sent it to me, I was just like, 
whoa, mm -hmm. like n things weren't solved a while ago. Like nothing, this is the first thing that's happened. Yeah, because sometimes things like that sprout up, but I feel like with some idols, it's never really mentioned ever again. Um, yeah, or it, definitely. It's proven to be false. Like someone was just being overly dramatic. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just too thorough for this to be the first like he came back like he came back to try to do the same thing again and that just yeah that's, that you did it once and you're already trash but then you do it again yeah <sighs> and it's just hard because i really really i didn't really like him chan like i'm not gonna front and one of our friends is that was her bias and um yeah. but i just don't i don't support people like that in general like you don't put your hands on anybody without their consent at all. No, definitely and you don't, not. That's not. And you don't say, okay. oh, the thing was like, it was implied. Like, what consent no, is implied? it's never implied. It has to be verbal. Unless it's verbal, you have yeah. to give verbal cue. That's the thing that set me off because he they said, him and his um, lawyer said it was implied. And that's just the most no. BS answer you could give in a trial. Yeah. No, nothing is ever implied. Yeah, and it just kind of, in some babies, that's the name of, their, of the BAP fan base, a lot of babies are really acting like nothing has ever happened or saying that he's innocent. And it's just kind of like, come on, y'all, like get it together this is this is what it is your your opa is not perfect like no opa is perfect and you can't deny it like you can't deny something this big but um yeah because I, I followed some people and they just completely ignored it and they would always post stuff about him chan i was just like i can't even do this that's not it's bad <laughs> that's it oh yeah that makes me cringe yeah <laughs> okay that makes me that leaves a bad taste in my mouth too what the heck yeah it's just kind of disappointing i mean as a fan being a, i'm in the fan base and to see that happen it's just like uh, grow big you need, that big yeah. size of mood though <laughs> <laughs> but i will definitely give you updates especially in october that's just right yeah. around the corner to see what else will come from it i'm leaning towards the victim side but like I said, you never know. You really never know. Yeah, because the the other people present could really give different testimonies, and it could change everything. So magically, maybe he's not as bad as we thought he was, or it could just be the truth. Like all of this could be the truth. <sighs> I'm just standing back here, waiting for, waiting to see what else happens. Because just be neutral for now. Yeah, that's the best thing to do. Yeah. Now we can go to some lighthearted. Into the stuff. more <laughs> lighthearted. Well, it's not really lighthearted, but they're both very ridiculous. Um, that's fine with me. That's better than it being super both. serious. <laughs> they are both very ridiculous. Okay, so since we just got done talking about VAP, let's talk about Block B and Zico again. Uh, um, so in July, we're still in July. Um, produce. 101 or i think it's actually produce x 101 mm -hmm. it was the last supposedly gonna be the last show of the produce line which put out groups like uh 101 ioi wow 
Those are the only two that I remember <laughs> off the top of my head. I never really watched it. I didn't pay much attention. It's just when the groups, when the groups stay, when the groups debuted, that's when I was like, okay, the the produce groups. <laughs> Um, Toe's never invested in it. I don't actually know a whole lot about it, but Produce X 101, um, started their season and actually Zico was invited to produce for a team on this season. And he said, yes, he would do it. All is great. We haven't seen him in like months after, uh, the golden phone scandal and Sungri stuff went on. He like went dead silent. Um, so this is the first that we've seen him and heard from him in months and everything's like great and wonderful. He produced the song move. And as soon as it came out, he got hate for just because he produced it. For it no, for it not charting. So oh fans were upset. <laughs> fans were upset that this producer, who's like Zico, is well known, and like even if you don't like him, his songs always chart. Like his songs always chart. So fans and anti fans of produce, and then anti fans of Zico were upset that this song move that he wrote and well, produced for the boy harder. group. <laughs> right that that's what it boils down to that's why this is so insane they were upset that it didn't chart and that it wasn't charting and i was like how is that zico's fault and then they were also upset because he literally had one line in the song in which he said three fucking words the words (laughs) i don't actually remember I don't remember what the words were, but they weren't even, like, relevant. They weren't lyrics. They weren't, like, it wasn't anything, like, outstanding. Like, oh, my God, Zico said these three words and stole the whole song from these kids. No, it was not anything like that. It was like, Zico's here, and that was it. (laughs) I don't even remember. I haven't listened to the song in a long time, but I don't even remember what it was but fans were upset it wasn't charting and they were upset that zico on a song that he wrote and put all of the work into put his voice in this poor baby deleted everything off his instagram yeah so he no i'm not he got bullied so hard got so much hate after the show that people were attacking him on twitter which he's not really active on anymore but they were attacking him on twitter they were attacking him on instagram they um were sending like dms on instagram just like attacking him he quit his account well actually he did that last he deleted everything on his account which i don't think he actually deleted because someone said they saw a glitch somewhere and they were able to see the post so i think what he did is he archived all of his Mm -hmm. posts and then he put his account on private Thank God I've been following him for eight years. I would have been so upset. <laughs> well, this um, is just really funny. And basically, he's, he's still on private. His account is not. So if you... <laughs> if you weren't following him, I don't know how that works now. I was following him, so I'm, I'm good. Loyal, We're good. So I'm exclusive. That's basically what you are. <laughs> This is just funny. I'm an exclusive Zika fan. This is just funny because, like, the chart stuff is solely on fans. Oh, 
on fans yeah oh my god like if you really if you really wanted it to chart that bad you would have you would have done that you would have streamed it more you yeah you would have watched the videos on m countdown and for m wave on youtube you would have streamed it on neighbor made a neighbor account you cacao music i think is a thing now you would have listened to it on there we say like it's cap like pe- the fans are capable of it. We really mean it because K-pop fans are very, very dedicated. Dedicated, especially when it comes to charting. Like they they know that it's very important for their favorite groups or soloists or anybody to chart. Like it's a huge deal. They have a lot of voting that goes on with other um, music shows, and it's not a game. And there's always. There's always going to be someone with a bigger name with a bigger fan base that's promoting at the same time than someone with a smaller name with a smaller fan base. So it's literally all on the fans and their dedication and streaming. Like, just just put the song on repeat. Just listen to it. Like, watch it multiple times. It's not that difficult. Names essentially mean nothing. So, like, yeah, Zico is a very well-liked producer in Korea. He is an ambassador for a lot of brands and companies and i think he's an ambassador for the city of seoul itself now as of like january or i think he's i forget i have to look it up i have a note about it somewhere but he became an he became an ambassador for the city of seoul back in like january or february like the tourism Hmm. um he he's he's like a big name everybody knows him the general public knows him like he's popular but that does not mean that just because his name is tagged on to a bunch of rookies that might be in groups already haven't debuted yet that does not mean that it's an instant charting song on the chart so they had something to tackle like attack and core they want a reason to hate it him feel, is I, feel the like, thing. I, I don't know if it's because you tweet about it all the time but it just feels like he gets so much hate just so much he like does. It just, it, he <laughs> never nothing. gets a break and i don't <sighs> you know he had a um his birthday was on I don't know when this episode's going to be released, but his birthday was on September oh, he 14th. He did a really cute... F- yeah, he did a really adorable fan meeting with That's his so fans. Um, date night was Zico. Oh. They went and saw a movie together, one, him and 100 wow. fans. He did a little fan meeting. They watched a movie together. He provided like oh popcorn God. and everything, answered questions, um, did a bunch of cute stuff like that, and then gave out like I'm little freebies. <laughs> He's, a, he's the That's sweetest person ever and he gets all and this I hate. I saw that and I was like, that is the sweetest thing I've ever seen an idol do. Of course, <laughs> of course it's such a Block B thing too. Like, dude, I want to go to the movies with my fans. I was, what? 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 I wish I was there. Anyway, during... <laughs> right? I wish I was too. I thought about applying to it and then I was like, dude, how exactly. would I ever get to Korea though? <laughs> I saw the pictures and everything. It was very, (laughs) very adorable. It's really cute. But during it, he said something really sad that, like, kind of puts it into perspective of how much hate he gets. People, the fans that were there were asking him questions. Like, he did a bunch of, like, question and answer Q&A stuff. One of the questions was if he was going to be active on Twitter again because a lot of fans missed 
Block B was one of the idol groups that kind of like invented talking to their fans mm-hmm. on Twitter. They would, on their personal accounts, they would reply to fans. Not all the time, but like every once in a while, you'd see them like have a conversation or like interact mm-hmm. and reply. These fans that were at the birthday event asked him, like, are you going to get active on Twitter again? Like, are you going to start tweeting again? And he said something to the effect of, like, you have to be, I don't know if I feel comfortable with coming back to Twitter because you have to be really careful with words and what you say. And that kind of just shows that he is very aware of the things that he says specifically are often thrown out of proportion or twisted and turned into something that they're not supposed to. And he's very aware of that. And this is coming from a guy who loves literature, loves poetry, loves writing, produces songs, spends most of his time writing lyrics. This is from, he's an like all around artist. Not only can he draw and like, has, does he have artistic talent in like, drawing and painting and that sort of thing but he loves like poetry he loves words and he's literally sitting here saying like i have to be careful with words because other people turn it into things that Mm -hmm. i don't mean but that just goes to show you how cruel social media is anyway it does but it also kind of puts it back into like the whole like you were you were saying like you feel like people hate him for no reason and i said like that hate is stemming from I don't know where it even started. It's just been so long. It's so I feel like at this point, it's just he latched onto something that he did in the past. And he is a prime example of like, yeah, I made a mistake, but I apologize and I changed. I I think we have already decided that we're going to do an episode on like Gangook and Zico, but I have so many receipts for like, yeah, he made this mistake. Yeah, he apologized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he changed. And he took the steps to change. I have receipts that I can I show mean, I people. I remember that stuff. That he I did. remember him apologizing for it. Yeah, and I mean, like, you can still dislike him, but it is so much easier, even if he apologized for it, and you're like, well, I still don't oh like God, him. Okay, ignore him. Why would, why would you spend so much energy? It takes a lot of energy to hate something and someone... More so than it does to, to ignore them. You need to tell that to all of Twitter. Because <laughs> let me tell I you. do. I, I just, I don't have a big enough following. So nobody <laughs> listens lately, to me. I, I feel the same way. I'm just like, you guys just, you really, one little thing and that's it. You're ready. You are ready to like tell that's somebody yeah. to end their lives or to can- cancel someone or to send death threats. Like it's just off the wall. It's so crazy. It is. It's such a, like, K-pop, we were talking in our first episode, how going to K-pop concerts, it's such a community, like, being there. But stan culture on social media, so toxic. Everything on social media is toxic. True, but K-pop fans and stan culture, that's, like, insanely toxic. Well, (sighs) I think Zico has some really, a really strong fan base for the people that really do like him. Um, he's been, oh, I mean, he's been here for this long, putting up with it. I really think he can. He knows it. that too. Be- yeah. And he knows that too. And I think like, I, I think he knows that, especially because there was some things he had his actual first solo mm-hmm. fan meeting, um, in July, maybe June or July, he had his first solo fan meeting, bigger fan 
um, more than 100 people, basically, is what I'm trying to say. And he did, like, a whole Q&A, did private concert, like, typical mm-hmm. fan meeting stuff. Um, during one of the, like, Q&A sessions, he had, in a translation that I saw, he had said something to the effect of, like, if you know who I am and you're my fan, then, like, you know who I am and I I trust you guys and, like, I I know that you'll always be there for me. Um, he said something to the effect of that. And I was just like, I think he knows that the people that are here for him aren't going anywhere. And he also had like mentioned during it, like, don't worry about me. Like, I'm always happy. If you guys are here, then I'm fine. And so I think he knows, like, like I said, the people that are his fans and that have been there from the beginning, they're not going anywhere. It's very good that he, he just knows that. It is. He's sensitive. (laughs) I know he doesn't seem like it on stage. You know it, but like I feel like other people don't know it. But he's he's a soft he's boy. He's very soft. Are you kidding me? Like, girl, <laughs> he is a soft boy. He <laughs> deleted everything off his Instagram. Like, over this. <laughs> I know. But maybe it was just piling up. Honestly, maybe it was just piling up. I think it was, and he just wanted. I, I don't think he deleted everything. I think he just archived it. But I, I get that feeling of, like, it was just piling up and he needed to. He didn't to. have a, a fave that just, like, deleted all his stuff on a whim. And freaking out because he does, we don't know when he's going to do it again. You <laughs> can move on to the next topic. <laughs> okay, it's just as ridiculous. Get ready. Um, So, have you heard of the group TXT from um... Big Hit? They're, I do remember them. I remember looking them. So they just debuted March, I think, maybe a little bit earlier than that. They are BTS's yeah. brother group. Um, Together X Tomorrow, I think, is what TXT stands for. They, um, brand new, rookie group, brother group, but BTS, though. They're really talented. Their debut song, Crown, was really good. They promoted a song called Cat and Dog that was... <laughs> interesting we'll say that um they're they've got a cute concept though oh, it's yeah, definitely it's stark opposite of it's bts yeah it's flower boy but i don't know it's kind of like i don't know it's refreshing i like them the song was catchy um they their leader subin got sick uh he got uh conjunctivitis which is pink eye for people that don't know what conjunctivitis is and he got acute conjunctivitis so that means that it is contagious (laughs) (laughs) so big hit announced this they were supposed to have a comeback in august big hit was like no we're pushing the comeback back a little bit because subin got sick they took a bunch of precautions, cleaned the dorm, separated the boys. Uh, well, then Taehyun, another member, and the youngest member, Huning Kai, who mm-hmm. I think some people just call Kai, uh, they uh, also bro. got conjunctivitis. <laughs> so it spread. It spread until the point where all five of them. Kidding me. I can't stop that. <laughs> You can't stop that. Okay, but okay, but that's not even the. That's just funny. Like, oh, big hit tried to stop it from spreading, and it still spread. That's just funny. Um, we haven't even mm-hmm. gotten to the crazy part yet. Big hit announced it, the delay on the album, and then when it got worse, they were like, okay, like we're delaying the album, but we're canceling their every like their activities right now like they are taking a hiatus they are going on a break they are all sick this is contagious we need to get it under control we gotta slow down (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> we can't control these kids. Um, anti-fans on Twitter started going crazy yeah, about so this. They, no, literally, that's what it is, though. They called TXT spoiled. They said that this break was unwarranted. Oh they didn't deserve this break. They shouldn't be taking a break. BTS oh, would girl. never do this. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was no reason for them to be taking a break this early in their career. They didn't deserve it this early in their career. It's like, dude, dude it's not even a break. Idols They're literally like, sick. Do you love them being sleep deprived and just sick and still working and overworking themselves and being miserable? <laughs> Not only that, they are sick with something that is extremely <laughs> contagious. If they, if they, yeah, all five of them got it. If they continued promoting, they could have like gotten other people sick, whether it's your other idols from other groups or the staff members getting other staff members sick and then it going to other oh idols. It's all going to stem back Everybody, to B- Big Hit didn't tell therapy. me. Uh, That's what this is. That's what this whole episode <laughs> is. Everybody needs therapy. Everybody just get some therapy. It's for you to be like, oh my gosh, this group is so spoiled. What? Girl, Over them being sick with something contagious. Go back to your Tumblr and do some reposts of your bias. You're going to be okay in 30 minutes. Like, just chill. Oh my God. That is. <laughs> <laughs> that was wild when that was blowing that was like blowing up on my twitter feed too because i follow some txt fans that was like completely blowing up and i was just like y'all just want to complain about anything that's what it is literally that's what man. it boils down to <laughs> i was <laughs> i was baffled i just didn't understand like these people are sick with something highly contagious and, then, and you want them to keep working you know and me? get everybody else sick and then when they get everybody else sick, <laughs> this is what triggered me you're gonna BTS get mad. would never i'm so tired of y'all bringing up bts, BTS would never into like <laughs> treating them like gods Everything. because bts is my favorite group too <laughs> But literally, a lot of you guys that That's claim like BTS would never, this. you guys are new fans and you don't know anything. That too. Or they're just delusional. Um, I didn't say that though. Okay. <laughs> um that was that's another thing that's crazy though for this specifically the whole bts would never do you bts know these kids they get along with these kids taehyung the youngest and jungkook the youngest the two youngest probably hang out with these kids do you really think that they want these txt members to be sick make your own group you perform yourself you train yourself you make the music yourself you figure out the dance yourself and you perform over 24 hours and you get and then when you get sick oh and you're gonna get pink eye but you know what you're gonna suck it up and you're gonna go out there but you're gonna get you're gonna cause everybody else to get (laughs) pink eye and everybody's gonna hate you for it so you know what else is gonna happen you're gonna get pink for it so what are you gonna do about it hmm You suck it up and get less sleep because that's what you want. You're just gonna suck it up. I'm so tired of people treating idols like machines. It's please stop. It's 2019. Everybody has feelings. Idols have feelings. YouTubers have feelings. People all over the world have feelings. I'm so tired of you guys (laughs) acting like it's irrelevant. 
like health is irrelevant over the internet. It's so weird. <laughs> get therapy. <laughs> Just needed to get that out. Got it. Had to get that ran out at some point. Yeah, that was that was insane. I saw that as it happened, as Big Hit literally put out the news. I, I saw it. it blow up on my Twitter feed, and so that was like a that was like a live thing for me. I was on Twitter while this whole thing was happening, and I was just like staring at my phone, like, "What the heck is going on?" I thought I was in some alternate dimension. <laughs> I literally thought I was in some I thought I'd stepped into some alternate dimension. I was like, what the heck is going Jeez. on right well, now? It's so funny to me. <sighs> so those are that's our summer recap. Those are the things that I had picked out and kind of noticed happen throughout the summer that I thought were the most interesting or had like the most impact. And then obviously Bingo knew more about the Himchan case than I did. So if we hear any updates about that, maybe we will do a we plan to do a fall recap, but maybe it'll fall in oh. the fall episode. Fall in the fall episode. <laughs> good wording. I'm so good with words. Um, um, we'll see if it falls into the autumn recap episode yeah. or how it progresses from there. We will find out. Um, I realized, though, we just jumped straight into it. I forgot to go over the homework with you. I totally did the homework and... Wow, those music videos were amazing. Your top five was my top five. I agreed. I was like, yes, this is all right. <laughs> and then um, what just happened? 17? Did they just put out a... Was it 17? Yeah, so they, they put out Hit, and then Girl. they just had a co actual comeback, and Hit is on... It's a full album, oh. and Hit is on the full album. So, like, Hit was the digital release beforehand, and then they came out with Fear. That little shoulder shimmy, mm. <laughs> a blessing, let me tell you. <laughs> I don't know. As Coops did it, and I was like, goodbye. <laughs> it was so good. It was really, really good. But I, I the point is, I, I did the homework, okay? Were there any songs that, like, my my top five, did it actually fall in line with yours? Were there, was there a song that you liked better? Um because I chose my top five was what was it? Everglow's Audios, Why by Fancy Child, Hit by Seventeen, um, Where's My Money by Sam Kim, and then number five was Regulus by One Way. Well, why with Fancy Child? If I'm being completely honest, I was kind of disappointed with the overall song. I guess it was just because okay. I mean it wasn't. It was completely different than what I was expecting. I'm not. I am not big on auto tune. Be unless it's unless it's like T Pain. Yeah, they. <laughs> that's why it was two for me because I love Fancy Child enough that I it had to be yeah. a top song. And once I listened to it more, I was like, I do really like the song. But I was kind of. I trust Zico <laughs> with my life, but I literally was like, Zico, why did you drown out? every single member's voice with auto-tune can not, can we sit and talk like can we have it. a coffee and maybe I, discuss this you know what i really wanted zico to like spit some fire rap i was i was ready yeah, he yeah sang. i was really shocked was to surprised. hear him sing and i was like this is just all different this is just it's just all different <laughs> I love, don't get me wrong, I love Zico singing, but I was very surprised mm -hmm. that he didn't rap. I, because you've got yeah. Crush and Dean, and they're like two of the best Korean hip-hop just... singers. 
and so like r&b singers and so when he didn't rap like, and he sang with them singing. i was like <laughs> <laughs> i was Let's confused <laughs> I'll accept it. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't terrible, honestly. I just it was it's not a favorite. It really isn't. Like, no, I'm fine. I really like the other songs <laughs> with Fancy Child. It it was bopping. I just I think I just really wanted another like I think I was looking for a wannabe trap song or something like that. <laughs> well Zico's <laughs> album comes out soon he's having a comeback and he said that he tried a variety of genres so maybe you'll get that wannabe trap song I hope it's something good because the, the type of music I get that like Korean hip-hop artists are trying to find I mean trying to follow the same trends in America but I do not like what's going on over here recently with hip-hop i just don't like it like with all the new rappers i don't know what they're doing i don't really <laughs> like them so it's really hard for me to get into music lately <sighs> like Gook did what shishia in his album oh my god everybody loved that song and i swear i was the only one that was just like yeah i, I, I could do even, without it I, even i was like what 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 am i listening it to it was like I just didn't like it at all. <laughs> Even with um, who who else, who was the female that was on that song? We I feel like we know her. Uh, uh, now I gotta now I have to look it up. I'm looking it up too. <laughs> oh, it was Lee? Was it? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh okay, she gonna be on the track. It's about to be fire. That beat but dropped, and I was like, this is not gonna be it. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't it. <laughs> but. <sighs> nah, seventeen. Like they won. Okay, they won. You, in- you liked it? Yes, that was really good. It was really good. How'd you like Everglow's song? Adios. They were all good. I I like that one too. Okay, um, because Everglow is like my new K-pop girl group obsession. I they're I like like the way they opened and the dancers popped in. Dude, that was, was so cool in the I music video. Cold. I was that was it. That effect when the first time I ever watched that music video, that effect, I like I had to go back and be like, what the heck did I just watch? It was so smooth and I wish they implemented that more in the video. That would have been cool but, if they like had done that effect more. Yeah. Um I think with Everglow, I think with girl groups in general, they're trying to not necessarily girl crush is the thing now hmm? girl crush is the concept now oh i've never heard of that concept in my life this yeah, is that's what everglow and like black pink are doing that's what exit is kind of considered girl crush is like the trending thing now instead of the cutesy concept oh well i'm saying like music wise they're trying to like it all sounds it's not the same i'm not saying it sounds the same but the black pink hits that have been ha- happening a lot of other groups have been trying to do the little dubstep type of oh yeah everything. but okay so personally though i definitely saw the black pink kill this love and everglow audios connection yeah i don't know if you'll agree with me but i think everglow executed it a little bit better i agree because Bla- I black pink and yg and the way they've produced Blackpink songs 
it's that stitch work kind of music, which sometimes isn't bad. Like that style of like, it sounds like multiple songs messed into mm -hmm. one. That's not bad all the time. I think it's growing on me a lot more in comparison to when it first started happening and all of us were like, what the heck are we listening I to right now? I'm still one of the old people like, what the heck is <laughs> I think the Everglow executed it a little yeah. bit better because it flowed. It didn't sound like it was just like, we're going to throw this in. This sounds well, cool. I think Black Peak was trying to go for more drops, like the beat drops, I guess, where they just completely yeah. change. And I get... I mean, that's why they were able to perform at Coachella and all those other places, because that's, that is the music that drives people crazy. Like, that's it. That's fire right there. <laughs> but I feel like it it does flow for my taste when it comes to Adios, so that I do prefer it more than the Blackpink um, song. I'm still Hello trying folk, to get yeah. into Blackpink, if I'm being completely honest. A lot of their songs, I'm just like... I listen to them, but I wouldn't say I'm a fan, mm -hmm. if that makes I'm sense. Not. Like, I listen to their music, and sometimes I get in a mood where I'm like, I just want to put the song on repeat by them. But I I wouldn't call myself a fan of I'm them. I'm not a fan either. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> one day it'll be one song where I'm just everyone, everyone yeah. has their taste though it's okay but I do I mean I, I just liked your monthly favorites I think they're really good I just wouldn't have put cool fancy child is too so yeah, high, really high yeah. and I it's okay I don't okay. I don't take offense yeah. to that and the uh, and the auto tune, even I, I even said it in the video. I was like, "Hey Zico, can we like talk? <laughs> can I just have a word?" That with was you? just so jarring to me. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> it was just a whole bunch of stuff I wasn't expecting, and that was it. And I was like, "This is it. This is just what it's gonna be." And move on. Okay, so I have homework for you this week too. What is it? <laughs> okay, have you heard of Super M yet? Like. <laughs> it's a group called Super M. SM Entertainment is doing, I don't know if it's a project group. It's supposed to be <laughs> um, what one of the members, I think, Mark, described as the Avengers of K-pop. Stop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so Super M is comprised of members from pre-existing boy groups from SM Entertainment, mm -hmm. and they're making them into one group called super m so it's got Taman from shiny stop um, i think he's supposed to be the leader but i also heard that he turned sm down and was like no i'm the youngest i don't want to be the leader um because he's actually the oldest in the entertainment industry of this group but he is the youngest age-wise <laughs> ironically um really? it's got kai and yeah, like okay, I'll name off the members. Okay. Um it's got Taman from Shiny, yeah, Bakyun and Kai from EXO, and then it's got Lucas from Wavy slash NCT. So NCT is yeah. the main group and then Wavy is the Chinese version. And then it's also got Mark and Ten. Mark is from NCT and Ten is also from NCT Wavy. Well these people uh, all sound very familiar to me. I see the album I think cover. Everybody looks good and sexy. The fact that Taman is on here and Kai is on here. I mean, literally everyone that's on here, the dance is going to be fire. We're probably going to die. <laughs> uh, this makes me very curious. Okay. Okay. Did I get everyone? There's 
Taemin, Bakyun yeah. Kai, yeah. Mark, Lucas, Ten. Oh, Taeyong as well from NCT. Yeah. So there's two members from NCT 127, two members from Wavy, but four total from the whole Umbrella NCT, and then two members from EXO, and then Taemin from Shiny. I want you, as your homework, to go watch their teasers, because Taemin's I don't know when this podcast is going to be released, but as we are recording this, Taemin's has not been released oh, yet. Everybody God. else has. <laughs> but I have theories, and I need to talk to someone about these theories, about these teasers. Um, and also, I kind of want you to see the concept of it and tell me what you think. Because, like I said, it, they were su- described as being the adventures of K-pop. So um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> But it's also got such an interesting lineup of members. Like, Taemin, I love his music, his solo music oh that God, he puts yeah. out. Taemin made a lot Taemin of and, Are you kidding me? Ta- Taemin has such, like, I don't even know, like, his stage presence, too, and his presence in the music did. videos with the uh, songs that he releases. He, he, he does. But it's funny, because he's actually the youngest of this entire group, and I think... I think I read somewhere that he was supposed to be leader, and I think someone said that he said no. I don't believe no. he's the youngest. This is weird. I, he is. He's just been he's the been in the industry the longest. No. Taemin is. I saw in 1995. Maybe he's not. I think, okay, maybe Lucas and Lucas might be the youngest, but Taemin is one of the younger men. Like, Bakyun is older than Taemin. I don't know if you know that. I'm going to look at this list because he's born in 1993 and I've, I saw in 1995. So now I need to like, okay, maybe Lucas, I don't know all of the NCT members ages to be completely honest. I saw one of those posts that was like, this is the member and this is their birthday and this is how old they are and this is their sign. <laughs> you know the post I'm talking about? I have about. a site dedicated to that now. Oh my god, K-pop profile? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's one I'm on. Okay, um, 1992. Okay, 1993, 1994, 1995, uh, 1996. Oh, okay, this is just like all in order. 1999. He's not the youngest. Where is this coming from? Okay. 1999. Well, okay. I like I said, I didn't know all of the NCT members' ages anyway, but... Um, they did that. Started a he's bunch. definitely younger than, like, Bakyun, and I... I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know either. <laughs> I, I didn't think... even know we. Were, I didn't even know we had the same birth year. If I'm being completely honest. <laughs> um, I think though this. I don't think is a lie. I think I read somewhere that he was said like he was decided he was supposed to be leader, and he was like, uh, "No, thank you." Now I don't know if he's gonna be leader. I haven't really read much further into it because I have been distracted by the teasers. I need you to watch the teasers, but I need you to watch them in order of when they were were released. Okay. It tells a story. It tells a story. I don't think I can wait another week. Something. There's something (laughs) going on with Taemin, and I have have theories, and I need someone to talk to. And also, I can't wait for our next (laughs) podcast to talk about this. We might have to talk about it here. And also, I I want to know what you think of the concept because I don't know. It's an interesting lineup of members for sure. Oh, I'm very curious about this. That's for sure. Like, I'm ready. <laughs> I am too. Their their debut is in October. 
the oh, day before my birthday, right. actually. What a gift. You're just so I I'm blessed. <laughs> I, all I got my birthday month was a whole bunch of drama. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> drama and tea and chaos. That's all I got. So, and the teas. Out of all that. <laughs> you know what? That's right. I'll count my blessings. <laughs> But okay, um, guys, that's gonna be it for this episode. We hope yeah, that you we'll wrap it up now. Uh, we could talk for another hour, but I'm cutting it off right now. Before we yeah, we will cut it off before we get much further. <laughs> and we'll see you in the next episode. See yes, you. and remember to follow us on Twitter. Yeah, always say bye before social media stuff. Okay. Follow us on our Twitter, <laughs> please. Bye. Bye. <laughs>